this week in Baby Quest. Ho 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 ho! Hello there, little Leah. Have you been a good girl or boy this year? For Christmas? Uh, maybe? Oh ho ho! Sounds not pretty naughty! Naughty girl! Ho ho ho! Now you have to come and sit on Daddy's lap! <laughs> Ew! Oh ho ho! No, thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> holiday spectacular we should have probably prepared something for it um i mean we're like semi-prepared we're better as prepared as we are for every episode i know so we should have prepared something for this one <laughs> no i think this is what people have come to expect from us very low standards <laughs> yeah exactly so it's the holiday season look outside <gasps> It's not snowing. Magic. Yay! Shh. No, they don't know that. Shush, 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 shush. shush. <laughs> Look outside. <gasps> Magic Christmas snow. No, apparently it's going to be like 10 degrees on Christmas Eve, so. Magic Christmas snow. No. <gasps> Is that a red light flying through the sky? This comes out on Monday. He's not coming on Monday. He's got to practice. I mean, how many years has he been doing this? I think he has enough practice. I think he knows what he's doing, right? I don't know. Okay. So one of my favorite holiday activities, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about, today I think we're going to talk a little bit about surviving the holidays through grief and um, and baby stuff. What we sort of did last year, Mm -hmm. of course this year with COVID, a lot of that stuff like different very different but i wanted to talk about first one of my favorite holiday activities right watching tv (laughs) so it's not really one of my favorite holiday activities although i do like christmas tv shows but i did want to talk just try to ram in some more talk about (laughs) the one show i've been watching which is (laughs) mandalorian which is not Christmas or holiday or festive related. No, not at all. But it is baby related. This one, right. this one thing that I wanted to mention. So again, so this is season two. It's of season the, two. I'm nearing the, the end of season two, and it's like finally, it's finally decided. Like maybe it wants to be a good show. It was seems, it like, it seems like on a, purpose a, a bad show before? No. Was that like like? Oh, it wasn't doing that on purpose. It was just like a happy accident that it was a bad show. It's not, it was not even bad. It just wasn't. It didn't feel great. Right. Every single episode is just he. They show up. Mandalorian and Baby Yoda show up on a planet, mm-hmm. and they go, "Hey!" And he, Mando says, "Hey, mm-hmm. anybody here know anything about a Baby Yoda? What I can do with Baby Yoda?" Mm-hmm. And then someone will say, 
Yeah, I know who can help you with Baby Yoda, but first you're going to have to help me defeat the creature that's attacking our town or whatever. Has this been his entire motive has been like, get Baby Yoda back to where he belongs? Maybe. And then then he helps them. Okay. So he shows up. They don't know who he is. He helps them. And then they're like, actually, I can't help you, but let me tell you who can. They're on this other planet, and mm. then end of episode, and he shows up, does it all again the next week. That's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about Mandalorian episode that I watched where it was, like, especially <laughs> traumatizing for me. There was... So there's obviously still constant threat of baby baby harm, baby death, baby violence in the show all the time. It's always happening. But one of the earlier, or maybe it's kind of the middle of season two, I don't know. They're, the person they have to help is this, like, frog lady. <laughs> and they're bringing her to Frog Planet. And and she's got her eggs. And it's, like, it's very, it's set up, like, very high stakes. Like, this is the last, this is, like, her last spawn. Like, she can't make any more eggs after this. And she's got to go to Frog Planet to meet her husband. And... Like, this is it for them if they ever want to have children. <laughs> and and I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, too intense for me. I can't even take this. It's, like, the, like trying to conceive but in space, and I hated it. And, and it was very intense, and I was, like, very scared about this frog's eggs that she had in a <laughs> cool backpack aquarium on her back. And then Baby Yoda <laughs> is, like, snacking on them. <laughs> And I'm like, Baby Yoda! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and it was played for, like, comedy in the episode. And I was I like, mean, this is not funny. I mean, I gotta see it. There's nothing funny about this situation, Baby Yoda. <laughs> so anyway, that was traumatizing for Depends me. That's how but, you look at it. <laughs> and then I was looking on... Apple TV, because we have Apple TV for free for however many months, I don't know, Apple TV Plus, and all of their Apple TV original programming, whatever. Right. And I was looking on there, I was like, oh, what are some other, what are some Apple TV shows we could be watching? I only watch one and a half shows, maybe I should be watching 30, I don't know, probably (laughs) not. But I was looking through, and the Apple TV stuff, it's like all, it's all parenting and horrible infant <laughs> loss stuff and i mean there's one called there's one laws? there's what? one yes there's one called dads and that's a documentary series or documentary or something about dads haven't watched it it looks fine but we've been told we should it's probably fine there's yeah there's like a scary it's m night Shyamalan back at it again it's literally about a family who has like experiences infant loss their baby dies and then they get like a doll replacement of a baby and it's like like, nope no thank you didn't watch that one not gonna watch that one (laughs) that one's called the servant don't watch it maybe it's good i don't know i mean like maybe just be aware of what you're getting yourself into if you do start watching maybe not for me no thank you I mean, Mike still cries during every Great British Bake Off episode, so. Yeah, because it's beautiful. Those are tears of joy. (laughs) And there's, 
another show it's like oh this couple can't conceive and can't have their own children oh that's so funny this is a funny comedy oh what's that called i don't remember no because there is a show that my mom oh how to buy a baby is that it (laughs) i don't even think that's it oh so this is a show that my mother has recommended to me multiple times and she's like leah this couple goes through infertility and is trying to get pregnant i think you'd really like it R- really because i think like we've kind of lived that now like our infertility journey was like obviously very small compared to some people's but like no no i lived that myself i don't need to watch that in tv it's like a sitcom. Thanks. It's like about how hard it is to adopt a kid. And it's like, no. Yeah, no, I don't need Stop that. Stop it. Like, maybe it sheds some light for... Maybe it's funny. I don't want to find out. Well, and, like, maybe it, like, sheds some light for people who, like, haven't gone through it. Sure, but I think if you're, like, going through it, you're like, I don't need to see my life portrayed in a TV show. Yeah, I'm finding the name of this show now. Trying called trying Mm. it's like the first t in ttc no thank you yeah no agreed that's all i just i saw some i saw some tv commercials and wanted to talk about it (laughs) i promise this is the last time this year that i talk about mandalorian (laughs) on this podcast that's saying a lot that you're not going to talk about it next week maybe next week we still have we do have another one this year yeah mike's Bringing up big promises here, Oh, folks. no. Yeah, you're right. Baby Yoda is in the running for our Baby of the Year spectacular <laughs> awards show that oh we're going to be doing. Okay, so what else is going on with us? What else is going on with us? I'm currently 24 weeks pregnant. Viability. Get her out of there. I have said to more than one person if there was, like, a magic, I don't know, pill or something that I could take and, like, she would be fine if she came out now. I would do it. Sign me up. You just don't like being pregnant. Actually, I've been like feeling okay physically. I know. The yeah. last like week or two. Okay. Uh, mentally has been rough. Right. So after like last week we talked about my major anxiety and like needing to talk to I talked to the OB about it and then I transferred all the anxiety I think I've been having about Clementine and how much she's moving onto you Mm, yeah and you driving to work every morning yeah apparently coming home from work does not like induce anxiety in me Mike driving to work uh like super anxiety I had a couple of like very bad days where like he would leave work and I would just lie in bed and cry for a few minutes because I was so like panicked. The same drive I've made every day for eight years. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's logical. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. But just like for whatever reason, my brain like flipped and was like, this is the thing I need to worry about now. Um, I get, I mean, I don't know. Better that you worry about something weird like that then debate well i don't know you're still feeling stressed so it's not good either way yeah but then you text me as soon as you're there and like i'm good 
Yeah, except I forget to text you because I haven't texted you ever once in the <laughs> eight years I've been doing it. Yeah, so. And then you just text me at like 10 minutes after I start work and say, did you arrive? Are you still living? <laughs> I just say, are you safe normally? Right. And then you say, yes, I'm sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm fine. Yeah. I didn't do that today, though. I didn't ask you to text me and I didn't freak out. Yeah. So, yay me. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, but I've also talked to other ladies who have gone through this situation and they're like, oh, yeah, nope, totally normal. Every time he leaves the house, my like partner leaves the house, I like, yeah, full blown anxiety. And they have like rituals, like they have to say, like, be safe. And if they don't say be safe, then they like, get super anxious and like have to call their partner while he's driving and tell him then and like yeah yeah it's very interesting so it's like a weird it's a weird anxiety thing that our brains do i guess so i had a lot of anxiety yesterday but it was not related no it was not about me mine's mine's not related to anything at all but it was kind of funny so yesterday i was working at the I can say this probably. I haven't signed anything. (laughs) Yesterday I was working at the vaccine vaccination site for COVID-19 vaccine for Ottawa. First vaccines in Ottawa went out yesterday. Let's go. Toronto. Toronto sniped us. They scooped us by a day. They started doing theirs a day early. They beat us to it. Pretty rude of them. Yeah, we started our vaccinations yesterday. And we've got this whole building set up at the hospital for, well, not a whole building, a whole floor, whatever. Yeah. And working, doing stuff, shuffling things around, helping folks out. I'm not a medical professional. I I was doing computer things. And also like arts and crafts. They're like, oh, someone needs to cut these papers. Okay, here's some scissors. I'll do it. (laughs) Things like that. Are you making snowflakes? What are you doing? Basically. Okay. And then my boss is like, okay, everyone get in the room. Everyone pack yourselves into the room. And we were in the room. We're like, okay, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, the prime minister is coming by in three minutes and we have to hide in here. It's like, okay. They're <laughs> the basically, hall is being locked down. Yeah, basically they were hiding all the ugly people in the closet so that <laughs> the prime minister didn't have to look at us as he walked through. I mean, I don't think that was it. I think, I think that was it. I think it's actually more like security is like they close down the hallways that he's walking through so that they it's easier for his security detail to manage. But anyway, so that happened. That was kind of fun. I heard the prime minister's footsteps from the other side of a door. So that was pretty thrilling. Pretty cool. But anyway, back to the anxiety side of it. Uh (laughs) So that's the funny part of the story. That's the funny way to tell the story. The... The more honest way to tell the story is that I got locked in a smallish, pretty small office with four other people for an indeterminate amount of time uh, without warning and not being able to leave, being in an enclosed space, especially with other people, is like my biggest anxiety trigger. And I was like threat level 10 for a good half hour. (laughs) And then, uh, I mean, it passed and I was fine and I survived and I was good, but man, it was bad. Yeah. 
Kind of a day ruiner, you know? Well, you just feel exhausted afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, if uh, if you're someone listening out there and you don't have, like, anxiety or mental health and stuff, um, and you're dealing with other people in the world in any way <laughs> or interacting with anyone, just know that maybe they're not having a good time and it's for some weird reason that you don't understand. Like, they have to just be in an office. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, just be kind to other people. Yeah. You don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. No one was mean to me or anything. But no, just, but like... It's a... I can sit there and probably not look too weird. Only like a little weird. Definitely look like a little weird fidgety and... Oh, and I, that's I, just like... I was doing the thing where I was playing with my gum. And that's just... I, I will say you only probably look fidgety to people who don't know you like as soon as you start getting anxiety i can tell like i know that's because we're married i know like all the things you do and i can normally tell like about how bad it is depending on what you're doing in that situation Mm. probably yeah and I can, like, normally tell, like, when it's ramping up. Because I'm like, oh, now he's doing this thing. Oh, and yeah. now he's doing this. And it's such a day ruiner because you feel like when when it happens, you feel like all the work and all the progress that you've made over years and years of mental health, uh, like, self-care and right. practices and... and mindfulness and everything like all of the stuff that you've made you feel like it's out the window and you're back at zero like you feel like you've accomplished nothing and you're still suffering and like the thoughts that are going through my head yesterday are like i need to go back to a new brain medication i need to talk to the doctor but it's such a bad time. She's going to have to put me on something. Once I get it, it takes six weeks to start taking effect. And then you have to see if it's working or not. If it's not working, you have to come off of it. That's another six weeks. Try something else. That's six more. And then we, we have a baby already. There's a baby. Yeah. Like we've can't, like I've started my brain medicine journey and there's a baby. And it's <laughs> like, no, I don't want to. I can't. I don't want to do that. So today was great, though. Had a great day today. I mean, it was fun. What if I just give you like a tic tac every day and tell you that it's your brain medicine? It that would... would honestly like help a lot, probably. That... Mike is the the um the person that like researchers do not want in their study because the placebo effect works wonders on him. Unless you're studying the placebo effect, and then you do want me in that study. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was reading, I read a study about placebo effect where, you know, they would give someone a pill and they would say, this is a fake pill. This study is about placebo tests. This is a fake pill that's not going to do anything, but it's medication that will make you happier. And the person goes, okay, I know this is nothing. And then it works. And, it makes them <laughs> happier. and that would, that's 100% me. Mike is also the person that when they list the side effects of what a medication might cause. I get all of them. Yeah. Only because he's been told that these are possibilities. All of them. He gets all of them. And I'm like, there's no don't way. Don't tell me. There's no way me. you are getting all of them. Just don't tell me, please. We did make a rule that like next time he has to go on a medication, I am going to pick it up and they are going to tell me the side effects so that I can look for them. 
because that is better than Mike knowing what the potential side effects could be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as you can tell, this is our holiday special. Yeah, this is super holiday related. So 20 minutes of talking about mental health. <laughs> we wanted to talk about what to do in the holidays and yeah. how to survive them. Sort of what we did last year a little bit. Yeah. So last year, yeah. I will uh, say last year, we were not looking forward to Christmas. Nope. We, like, didn't want Christmas to happen. Nope. I think if we, maybe if we had been in, like, a better space to, like, actually tell people, we probably would have just said, like, we're not coming to anything. Mm. But I think we kind of felt like we couldn't say that. That's tough, too, because, I mean, we still wanted to see our families. We just didn't want to have to be happy or pretend to be happy or whatever. Yeah, it was it was a very hard thing. Um, I do remember last year I, like, broke down crying in Canadian Tire looking at those little, like, Christmas village figurine <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, we don't have that set up in our house. I never had one growing up in my parents' house. This is not like something that like would have holds a lot of like sentimental value to me. I just saw it in Canadian Tire and broke down crying over like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why that made me cry last year but it did mm-hmm. well talking about going to see family and everything yeah i remember the biggest worry i had was you know how are we going to pretend to be happy how are we not going to be downers how are we supposed to do any of this stuff and see people and how are we supposed to say merry christmas whatever like all these things and we've definitely mentioned this on the podcast before i think when we talked about um well basically Eliza's story and going right. through last Christmas, I think. But the biggest thing, like the thing that flipped the script for me was mm-hmm. this came up in our grief group. Yeah. And our wonderful counselor said, why does Christmas have to be happy? <laughs> why do you have to be happy on Christmas? And I was like, you know, it was like one of those things you open your mouth to respond, but it's like, <laughs> and that really... I think that was kind of like an eye opener for the whole group. Like the whole group was kind of like, what? Probably. <laughs> but that was really that I wanted to get that out there because that was extremely helpful for me. Just knowing that you can still have Christmas and you can still go see everybody, but like you don't have to be happy. You are allowed to be sad and you are allowed to, you know, by talking about your baby or talking about how you're feeling or what you're going through and stuff, you're allowed to make other people sad. <laughs> like, it's okay. You're allowed to be sad at Christmas. Yeah. You, there's no, you don't have to pretend or like put on a show or anything like that. Yeah. You just, yeah, it's going to be a lot easier if you're just like honest, honest. about the situation yeah. and what you're feeling in the moment. And guess what? If your baby passed away, but you happen to be feeling great on Christmas, even better. Amazing. That's fine. Great job. Yeah. You're lucky. Uh, But yeah, if you're having all kinds of Christmas feelings because 
there's a lot of stuff associated with that. With yeah, and babies like, and children and families and, and I would all say kinds of like stuff. most lots of people struggle with Christmas and seeing their family on a good year, right? Like, come mm-hmm. on, families can be a lot. You're dealing with like a lot of personalities and a lot of emotions and like maybe a lot of like past history that maybe hasn't gone well. So like Christmas, even without grief, is hard. And then you add grief in and it's like even worse. So I would say just like if you wake up that morning and you don't want to go to the family dinner, give yourself permission to not go. Like that's an option. Yeah. Or like warn the host like, hey, we might just leave and we might not say goodbye when we leave because yeah, we might just need to get out of there. So a lot of this advice is not applicable for Christmas 2020. No, not at all. Hopefully, maybe you can use this at like, you know, Canada Day 2021. <laughs> yeah. This will be, this is still applicable for next year, next Christmas. We have friends who have a safe word and like they just, you know, say the safe word to each other when they need to like maybe have a break away from everybody and... You know, they go off to another room and, like, just sit the two of them. Or... This is not sexual, right? No. <laughs> no, just literally, like, help, I need out of this situation. Yeah, they, yeah, that was a really good idea, too. That was passed around in our group. And yeah. I think a bunch of people used it. And then I had, like... It says, although their word was, I'm giving away their word... Their word was cookies, and it's like, that could come up in Christmas conversation pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's probably actual cookies. Like, sitting in, in front your, of you. Yeah, right, in your presence. In your zone, yeah. But yeah, just, yeah, have some kind of thing, like, you can say to your partner or to your, to anyone who <laughs> you would want to share the secret code word with. Bingo, bango, out you go. Cookies, yeah. cookies, cookies. Let's round up the troops. I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, I know some people who, like, left, like, you know, didn't stay in the city where they live and, like, went on vacation. Again, not applicable this year, but, like, you know, options. Also fine. Yeah. Yeah, I had one person who was like, I wanted to be in the least Christmassy place in the world and australia no and she was like vegas we went to vegas like it's it seemed like the one place that was like not going to be christmasy and was it uh yeah she said it was like warm and i bet like a bunch of elvises had santa hats yeah but like if that's like the worst that you've got to like deal with some like wreaths and santa hats you're like okay but if it doesn't feel like how Christmas normally feels to you, then I think maybe it's like a good... Mm. Nothing about last Christmas felt right. Like it all felt really weird and bad. I remember we put up the decorations. Yeah, we wanted... We, we finally like, got to the point where we were like, oh, we feel okay today. Let's do it. Yeah, and putting up decorations, uh, like it'll be nice for us. It'll make us feel good. It makes the house feel nice. We put them all up and then we were like, nope. <laughs> this did not make me feel better. I, yeah, I think it was okay. We did, like, we took down all of our Christmas decorations last year on Christmas morning. We woke up Christmas morning, 
came down, yeah. saw all the decorations, and was like, nope. And, like, turned on Will Smith and... Yeah. I mean, that's that's traditional Christmas. <laughs> and took packed up every single Christmas item in our house. Yeah. And was like, we're done. We've done as much as, like, as much Christmas as we can. I remember last year, all I could think about was just having a baby at Christmas. I was thinking about how Eliza should be here and I should have her. And and when I wasn't thinking about that, I was thinking about the future. Like We were also at that point, like, literally in our first two-week wait of trying again. Right. So it was like, you know, we had an extra layer of, like, I think feelings that we kind of piled on there. Yeah, you couldn't even drink. No, which like that was a mistake because I think I would have been slightly more mellow if I had had some alcohol. A little cheerier. (laughs) Maybe I wouldn't have gotten into a fight with a family member. And by fight, I mean like a screaming match. Now some things we do do that like we like. Do do. So we have two ornaments on our Christmas tree for Eliza. Yeah. We have two bumblebee ornaments. Yeah. One we bought and one was given to us by friends. So actually Meg. Friend, uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Her son, she was out shopping last December with her son. And he saw this bumblebee ornament. And he said, Mommy, we need to get it because Leah likes bumblebees. Now, he was three at the time. Mm-hmm. He he does not understand why I like bumblebees, mm-hmm. but in his mind, Leah likes bumblebees, and so he saw this bumblebee, and he like would not take no for an answer, and was like, "No, we need to get it for Leah." Yeah, it's very cute, and it was it was very cute, and it does kind of. I like that. Like one day he will be old enough, and he will understand why I like bumblebees and why that's special. Mm-hmm. And for right now, I just like that he knows that this is something that's important to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing we do is we buy a toy for Toy Mountain. Yeah. So, yeah, last year and this year, we bought an age-appropriate toy for Eliza and donated it. To Toy Mountain. And we had friends and family who have done the same thing. Yeah. Toy and- Mountain is a... Is it a thing in the States? They must have something similar. I thought it was an Ottawa thing. No. No? No, they have Toy Mountains. At least across Ontario, I think. (laughs) Okay. If anyone who's not familiar, Toy Mountain is just the name of this charity group? Yeah. They collect new, new toys, new unwrapped toys, and they give them to... Rich... No, children in need. You're too lazy. No, yeah. It goes to children in need who might not have toys otherwise. At Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, we always donate a toy. Always, both times, have donated a toy for Eliza. And yeah. that's really nice. We get to go pick something out for her. I mean, this year we didn't go to the store. No, and I really missed that, actually. I shopped online. Although, I don't know. Well, last year, it was just me crying in Walmart in the baby section. 
And I I was like looking forward to doing that again, but then I remember <laughs> Leah reminded me that we had already picked something out online. Oh like, yeah, Mike oh, got yeah. really worried like last week, sent me like a panic text being like, we need to get Eliza's gift for Toy Mountain. And I was like, I've had that since like mid-November. It's sitting in the closet. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. And then we also signed, we signed all our Christmas cards from Leah, Mike, Eliza, and Squid. At that point, we hadn't announced Clementine's name. Mm. And so far, people have been really good about including Eliza on Christmas cards they sent to us. Yeah, that was another big topic in our uh, grief group last year. Yeah. was the Christmas cards. There was a lot of concern about it. I... I don't know. I've, I never felt that strongly about it. I think it's nice that we sign things from Eliza... And there's also some situations where I don't. Like I've, I've always felt less strongly about this, I think, than almost everyone else in our group. Where yeah, a I've, lot of folks, and I think including yourself, would be upset if someone didn't include Eliza on our card. I think it changes now. I think now, like if now that we've replaced her, you well, mean? Well. If you're going to include Clementine's name, then you also need to include Eliza's name. Oh, okay. I, see. I think is like where the, if you've like if you're including Clementine and she's not born yet, then you also need to include Eliza. Mm. But does being does not being born factor into it? I don't know. I think that that's just where my feelings are right now. Tune I'll, in next year. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know next year. I mean, obviously. Don't get me wrong. I think it's very, very nice when Eliza is included on cards. Yeah. But if we got a card that was just addressed to you and me, I don't think I'd be mad about it. And I I do know people who would be mad about it, though. Yes. So I'm not trying to say that that's weird or bad. No. I think it's totally great. But I don't know. That was just never my... Maybe just because I don't... Maybe just because cards are kind of a kind of a big joke. Whereas I really love cards. Like, I have boxes of cards I have saved. I mean, so do I, but... Oh, but you save them because I... Like, you don't save your birthday cards. No, because... So, the the thing... My real problem with cards, my real, real, actual problem with cards is that they cost, like, $8. And it's a piece of paper, and it's some words that someone else came up with, or, like, a joke or something... It's great when you do a whole bunch of writing in a card and like a really personal message. That's all super nice. Love it. Christmas cards and stuff are usually like a cut above, but not always. But yeah, like birthday cards and stuff or cards for any other sort of occasion. Like, don't save. Let's. How about this? If you're going to buy me an $8 card, just give me $4. You keep the other four. Everyone is happier. <laughs> Everyone is so much happier. They're just expensive. I know. They're expensive, and I think most people are more like me, where they Probably. have the cards for a week and then recycle them, and that's it. Uh, yeah. They, they are read once. <laughs> They're displayed on your kitchen counter. Or your mantle, or wherever you... And then they get recycled. I will say, like, I don't know what my love language is, but cards are part of my love language. <laughs> But you know this, like, Mike knows this. Mike knows that cards are important to me. (laughs) My friends know that cards are important to me, and they make fun of me for it. Like, they think it's hilarious. 
They've recommended I buy stocks in Hallmark. Like, Oh, I don't know about that. Or that I'm helping to keep Hallmark in business. Yeah. That one, I believe. Yeah. Cards are important to me. So, yeah. I, I think now it's just like you can't include one child and not the other. Sure. And I think I know, I think, I think there's a lot of parents in the lost community that feel that way, that if you're going to address it also to the children, well, then you have to include all the children. Right. Like, don't not include the one that has died. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what, that's how we handle the holidays. Mm. Maybe it's helpful. Maybe it's not helpful. I'm just excited for next year same as i was last year i was excited for this year but now this year i'm excited for next year i think we're having a bit of a better holiday season i'm i so we talked about this a little bit i love 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 my family so much and i love seeing them and i love getting together and like christmas is my favorite time it's a lot of fun I like to decorate the music love those tunes everything mm-hmm. i'm usually pretty into it Last year, not at all. Zero percent. Negative one percent, maybe. This year, much more back into it. Yeah. But I'm kind of looking forward to our, like, two-person Christmas. It's really, it's going to be very different, but kind of nice to just have all of the pressure removed from this year. Yeah. Because normally there's a... Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day gauntlet of seeing well, it's like different yeah. families. Seeing three. three three different families at like four events, basically. Yeah, it's like three days of nonstop. Nonstop. And for I mean, I would say we're very social people. We like to see people. We like to hang out. Well. Um but we are also people that you know, love the ability to have a nap. Mm, uh, <laughs> a good midwinter's nap. And uh, those three days really, like, you know, sometimes your naps don't always happen. And that just... Well, it's like you spend the rest of the, like, week recovering from it. Yeah. And again, usually it's fun, and you get to see everyone, and you have lots of good food, and it's fine and good, but it is crazy. And it's going to be very different... But I think also kind of nice to not have the crazy, not have to be anywhere <laughs> at any particular time. We've also had some, like, the last three years, we've, like, I've either been crazy sick. Yeah. Uh, crazy sick and trying to conceive or just gone through a loss. Like, yeah. it, like they've been three very intense christmases that's true um and now you're pregnant and now i'm pregnant so and next year if everything goes well there will be an ambulatory baby human that we have to chase around yeah who's gonna try and like rip everything off the christmas tree yeah i mean i'm looking forward to that so am i i have like had the moments so i'm i have two more days of work and then i have christmas holidays and then I'm not going back to work in January. I am on leave until Clementine is born. And then hopefully I'm on maternity leave for at least a year. And I have had like moments where I've like been telling people that in the last few days. 
and I like kind of stumble around the words of like, oh, I'm going on leave until the baby's born. And then like, I don't really know what to say after that. Like, how long am I on leave after the baby's born? Like, I, I get into this weird like, uh, do I say that I'm on maternity leave for however many months? Or do I? What do you mean? I think because, I mean, last time I thought I was going to be on leave for 18 months and then I was only on leave for 15 weeks. So... Just trying to manage expectations? <laughs> yeah, or... I guess. Or like not think too far ahead or... I guess. Like not, I mean, I know it's not true, but like not jinx myself. Yeah, that's not true. I know, but I just like, these are just the... Mm. I don't have that problem. No? No. All right. It's just because you're Superman. Yeah. Oh, you know what I do have a problem with? Apparently. So I'm very into baby stuff. And, you know, I can look at babies. I can hang out with babies. I can see other people's babies. And usually it's like, oh, yeah, can't wait. That's one of those in my house. But I think there's something with (laughs) when the hospital gets involved... It becomes very different for me. Uh, today, a nurse came by for help at work, and she had a big camera, and was, like, trying to connect the camera to the thing to get the pictures off. And she's like, yeah, I've been taking pictures of all the babies and, like, with cute... I was going to say Halloween stuff. <laughs> with cute, like, Christmassy, you know, decorations on them or <laughs> whatever right. it was. And I was kind of like, okay and let me help you and she's like yeah yeah yeah. do you want to see all the pictures like yeah look take take a look and i was like i don't think so no, no. i'm good it's okay oh, let me find a cable for you uh, uh. and yeah so then that was really weird and it was like out of nowhere it was like hey i don't know i babies in hospitals is like too much for me i don't mm. i feel like i still can't quite get there mm-hmm. it also isn't great when i'm at work and they're calling it the codes for stuff right. going on in the labor and delivery unit. Yeah. Which, you know, I work there. I have to know what the codes are. That used to... I mean, It always bothered you. The Yeah, the codes... So, I mean, they're always calling codes all day. It's a hospital. It's fine. Yeah. It, like, kind of washes over you like a wave washes yeah. over you. you well, you get, it. like, used to it. You get, like, desensitized a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Totally. And, and I mean, the medical professionals don't, but there's, I don't think there's a code that they can call that would actually affect me unless it's, well, like fire, I'm, I'm on fire, bomb. Well, no, cause fire, like code reds happen at least once a week. There's something on fire in the hospital, like all the time, All right. Bomb? but it's, it's very small. Bomb threat? It hasn't happened. So yet. You watch too much Grey's Anatomy. So... What about, like... What? Forget about codes where someone is violently attacking the <laughs> hospital. I was trying to think of the the other bad ones from Grey's Anatomy. Code Brown? That's a bad one. Is that just poop? It is what it sounds like. Let's just say that. It's a poop one. But especially in the last year, the... Labor and delivery codes definitely always make me, like, stop for a second and tense up and have that, like, feeling. Oh, no. 
Uh, it's yeah. not unpleasant. Most of the time, if we're like together and I hear it and I look at you and I say like, oh, what's that one? And you're like, no, it's not a good one. <laughs> well, because usually I'm like, oh, yeah, violent patient <laughs> or something. You know? Somebody in the ER is being a little aggressive. Yeah, like, uh-oh, stroke code, whoopsie. Someone's having a whoopsie. <laughs> but yeah, no, a couple of them are not good ones. Yeah, I mean they're all. I mean they're all bad, all but like good. some of them are a little more triggering for you. Yes, at Christmas. See, it's still Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we did it. I think we did it. So yeah, this may or may not be the last time you hear from us before. Oh no, not before the new year. There's one more. There's one more. It's probably one more, unless we forget to do it. But this might be the last time you hear from us before quote-unquote the holidays right so by the holidays we mean christmas by the holidays unfortunately we mean christmas because when's kwanzaa hanukkah is not at the same time hanukkah 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 is not jewish christmas either so and the last day of hanukkah is tomorrow as of this recording yeah and it's also it's not like oh that's just christmas for jewish people it's not the same thing (laughs) no i think they're like most important day is uh Yom Kippur I believe when's Kwanzaa Kwanzaa is from December 26th to January 1st so probably also last time you'll hear from us before Kwanzaa yep probably and any other major religions have religious holidays around Christmas I don't think so no the the whole pagan Ramadan shifts a whole bunch Christmas really overshadowed the pagan winter celebration thing yeah well we have the winter solstice coming up yeah if you celebrate winter solstice happy winter solstice to you on the weekend yeah Sunday can't wait I'm gonna put on my snowflake costume and do all the things we do on winter solstice shortest day of the year can't wait so what we're trying to say is have a great time, everybody. Just, you know, relax and enjoy it. It's going to be a weird one. Hang out at home. Have some hot beverages. Be safe. Be safe. Don't be- see people outside of your household. Yeah, that's what the doctors say. We're not doctors, but we listen to them. Wear a mask. Get psyched for that vaccine. It's pretty sick. Yeah, that's about it. The vaccines are so good. The vaccine trials... Like, you think, like, oh, it's been rushed or something. Like, the vaccine trials for these COVID vaccines that are coming out, like, specifically the Pfizer one, is, like, literally a factor of 10 times more people have been in the trial than for any other vaccine, basically. Like, it's huge. It's, they've, they've, so much work has gone into these. And the reason why. They're so safe. It's crazy. So a lot of people are saying, like, oh, it's rushed. It's not. It's not, actually. What normally delays trials, like drug trials, vaccine trials, is funding and having enough people to join the trials. Funding has not been an issue this time because countries and companies were just pouring money into funding for this because obviously it's important. So that sped up the process like exponentially. And then lots of people who were in other trials were then asked, would you be willing to move over to the COVID trial and agreed. And also lots of people were just 
signing up for the trials, again, because they feel it's important and they want to help out. So the two ways that, like, things normally slow down and take a lot of time, the, like, medical community and the world has just, like, banded together and been like, nope, we're going to make this happen. Yeah, I think I saw something like a lot of vaccines have trials that are about 3,000 people or so, and then the Pfizer vaccine, I think just in the States or something, had a trial of, like, 50,000 people, which is totally bonkers. And anyway, yeah. it's very good. It's very exciting. The vaccines seem very excellent. Uh, please be excited to get the vaccine. Yeah, very excited. Because not everyone can get it, and that's the whole reason for getting vaccines. Thank you for listening to our vaccine <laughs> holiday special. As usual, Baby Quest giving you a bit of a mixed bag of topics. Santa Claus is coming to town, and he's got a big needle. He's going to put it right in your arm, and then he's going to come back 21 days later and do it again. Give you another one. <laughs> mRNA vaccines. They're very cool. Yes. It's not scary. It doesn't change your DNA. No. This is not an X-Men situation. <laughs> uh, it's just like a super efficient way. Like, it's not putting weakened or dead, you know, viruses into you, which which is a normal Normally vaccine. Normally what happens. And that's weird, right? This is just giving your body, this is like giving your body the blueprints of what to do. When they see this when type see of this protein. Thing. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so cool. We're yeah. not doctors, but it's very exciting. But we have watched a lot of videos and listened to a lot of people talk about this. So, happy holidays! Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, belated. And... Happy, happy Kwanzaa, happy solstice. Happy candle nights. <laughs> candle nights coming on the 19th. Nobody knows what that is. Candle nights is a... Candle Nights is a pan-religious, pan-sexual, personal pan-holiday, <laughs> and if you're not if you're not into Candle Nights already, you should be. It's it's coming up. <laughs> it's from a different podcast. It's from a real podcast. Okay. So have a great time, everybody. I love you. Bye. Mwah.